Welcome to Punch Card Investing, a weekly show dedicated to all things value investing. Whether it be analyzing companies, pitching ideas, or discussing moves by the best investors in the world, we're trying to get one step closer to punching an investment off of our cards. Let's get started. Let's get started. Thank you, Intro Man. So so hyped, as always. Sorry, everyone, about missing last week. We uh, had some scheduling problems. It's a lot of stuff to coordinate to put on this show, obviously. So we got a bunch of time zones to work with, but we're back. And and there was quite a bit to talk about last week that we would have liked to talk about. We're going to have to talk about it this week instead uh, with the adpocalypse we have Facebook, Google, and others reporting earnings, and things aren't looking too well, uh, aren't, aren't going too well on a few fronts, uh, but ad rates appear to be dropping in pretty big ways across the board. So I wanted to talk about that. Maybe there's some opportunity there, maybe not. But uh, before we get into that, as always, like, comment, subscribe, all that great stuff. Check out all the links in the description below, including our uh, Discord. If you're not already in that, there's a pretty lively community in there. Um, talking about all things value investing and uh, including some extensions of the show and and all, all that good stuff. So uh, check that out and also check out our affiliate links to Seeking Alpha and to ShareSite. You can get some discounted uh, premium versions of those services if you check out our affiliate links. And then if you end up signing up for the non-free versions, we also get a, a, a small uh, commission potentially. So we'd very much appreciate that. Okay, guys, um, where do we where do we start? Uh, do we just dive right into one of the companies? Actually, I think I'm going to take a moment here just to, to uh, because I just learned something about an hour ago, and that's that I'm I made Wall Street bets. I I, I made a I made a hey. meme post. <laughs> I made a meme post, and I I made it onto Wall Street bets. I I can't say I ever expected that to happen, but I'm I'm very grateful for it. <laughs> so um, yeah, <laughs> just just want to do a. Just wanted to throw that out there that I'm now a meme lord. Very nice. That was a good video. <laughs> Thank you for for any Star Wars fans out there. It's a uh, if you're if you're into Star Wars and finance memes, this is for you because uh, that that's that's the niche right there. <laughs> um, Quite the but, niche. Yeah, very niche, uh, but a good niche. Two large niches together it should be a still pretty sizable one, right? Um, anyways. <laughs> Uh, speaking of memes, should we just dive into Facebook? Cause that's, that's a topic. Of, <laughs> <laughs> that's a topic that's, uh, been making the news for a while now for all the wrong reasons. And, uh, uh, it's, it's a holding that I have. Does anyone else own Facebook or really meta platforms now? The official company name? Never owned it. Has anyone no. come close? Um, I don't know. I, I've done some work here and there. I don't think. Out of the big large caps in in the US, I guess it's towards the top of my list, but um, obviously not the kind of pocket of the market I usually invest in. But I do like to follow it at least. Um, yeah, because you're all, you're all into the uh, the micro caps, um, and this is very much not a micro cap. Um, <laughs> it might be well, soon. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. It's, the way it's on it's the way. It's on the way. <laughs> Here, I pull up the uh, ticker page for it. Meta down 72, almost 73% in the last year, which is just crazy to think about Wild. considering where it was coming from. Uh, down to a market cap of $220 billion, so still a huge company in market cap terms, but well below what it was at. Uh, Pull up the three-year uh, price Yeah, chart. sure. Why not? I mean, back in 
back when this pandemic started, I was thinking, holy smokes, that is cheap at 150, right? Look at yeah. it now. Yeah, 150, it rode all the way up to, wow, almost, I didn't even realize it got almost all the way up to 400 back in 2021 in September. So a little over a year ago now, it was at 380 um, all the way down to under 100 now at about $91. Uh, so just a, uh, a fall from grace in stock price terms, that is for sure. And uh, things aren't looking too hot on the uh, on the cash flow statement. That that's what's caught a lot of headlines with all their massive investments into the metaverse projects, whatever that actually ends up being. Uh, but capital expenditures, this is the last twelve months view, which includes the last earnings, uh, twenty eight billion dollars in capex, which is over ten billion more than twenty twenty one. And, and even more than, than 2020. So huge CapEx uh, expansions. Meanwhile, uh, free cash flow still high in the last 12 months, but in the last quarter, if we switch to a quarterly view, um, which will take a second to load, uh, basically their cash flow in the last quarter was non-existent um, down to under a billion dollars in free cash flow. Yeah, 300 million in free cash flow last quarter compared to the previous quarter before that at about four and a half billion compared to eight and a half billion before that compared to 12 and a half billion before that. So just a, a very sharp decrease in free cash flow over the last year, which makes some sense given all the investments into the metaverse stuff. But uh, people are very disappointed in the results of many of those investments so far. We'll see if any bear significant fruit in the future, but uh, that's that's what's taking all the headlines is kind of that right there. But going over to revenue as well, um, revenues aren't, uh, they haven't been destroyed. That's for sure. They still had about $28 billion in revenue compared to last quarter's about $29 billion. So uh, revenues are remaining pretty steady, but that CapEx line, the expenses are just blowing up. Um, so what, 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 do we, what do we make of this whole meta situation? Um, maybe, maybe just before we get into that too much more, I thought it'd be interesting just to talk through, um, they did give some updated, um, guidance on how much they expect to spend over the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and for a little bit of context. that's more of the reason why the share price is down rather than yeah. their current numbers they put out, which obviously with the free cash flow number, the most concerning probably, and the margins are hit, but, um, it's only getting yeah. worse. So I think the guidance is probably even more important. Yeah, so um, if you were to go back to annual, Jack, I think you should see last 12 months revenue was about $120 billion, somewhere. Yeah, 118. $118 billion. Um, So they said we expect uh, 2022 total expenses to be in the range of 85 to $87 billion. <laughs> And they then said we expect our full year 2023 total expenses will be in the range of 96 to $101 billion, oh my. which used yeah. to be a lot of money. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, well, with inflation, we'll discount it a little bit, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot. And I, one thing I should also note is they took out long-term debt for the first time in I don't know how long. They added about $10 billion in long-term debt just in the last quarter, um, which they haven't had long-term debt in, I mean, forever. <laughs> so yes, it back, all, the last time they had debt on the balance sheet was uh, 20, 2012. They had about uh, one and a half billion. They haven't had any long-term debt since 2012. Uh, and now they just took out $10 billion. Meanwhile, their free cash flow is obviously not doing so hot. So that is that could be cause for concern as well if they're trying to fund this all through new debt. Um, mm. 
Do we know anything about the terms of that death? No, I do not. Yeah. T Tom, anything there? Um, I'd imagine yeah, it's probably not, pretty, not pretty sure. solid. I'd imagine it's probably pretty solid terms that given yeah. their credit yeah, so rating what, and everything. What, what was the debt number again, Jack? About uh, $10 billion, uh, 9.9 yeah. .9 billion. Yeah. I, and the grand scheme for Facebook, I don't think it's probably overly concerning, but if this carries on, you know, yeah, right. years and years and they get more aggressive, then. It's still ten billion dollars. It's it's good money. I guess it does kind of show that there is a cash flow problem, even though there it's a meaningless amount for Meta. Um, it does show that yep. they didn't have the free cash flow available um, well, to fund whatever it is they're doing. Well, at least they didn't want to dip into cash, I guess, because they have forty one billion and or forty two billion in cash and short term investments. Um, yeah. So it, it is it is a little bit weird. Maybe it's trying to shore up reserves in the in the event that adds ad revenue continues to decline um, or, or if expenses just <laughs> keep rising out of control, um, which they seem to be uh, alluding to. Um, I will say anecdotally, uh, it seems like for Instagram, uh, they're kind of ramping their, their creator payouts for like Instagram mm -hmm. reels, maybe to compete with TikTok and YouTube shorts and things like that. So I wonder how much of a role that plays in this drop in free cash flow? I think I don't. I don't know if uh, too much. If there's too much there, I know that. Um, I, I remember seeing that uh, their their time on app for Instagram is going up, uh, probably because they've rolled out so many reels and their which is their response to TikTok. Um, yeah, and they've been, they've been putting a lot of energy towards that, and I guess that implies that it's working and that they're getting people staying on the app longer, which would mean long-term more ads. Um, so I guess that's, that's a pretty, that's a significant positive in a otherwise sea of not positive news. Uh, at least that's getting focused on. Um, Cause they are still bringing in big revenue. They still have half the planet on their apps. So there's something there. It's just how, uh, how out of control is the metaverse spending going to be? And then is that going to bear any fruit? And, and then I think the real question to ask is, uh, if it doesn't bear any fruit, is this a dead? Is this just dead? Um, is it now a declining business because they they this is their shot to start growing again? Um, or I think that's the thesis that a lot of people have: is that it's a declining business. This is their shot. People don't like the shot because it's uh, certainly the marketing has has been less than ideal. <laughs> um, and well, is that I think too much the current, of a problem? The current sentiment on you know the metaverse, crypto, it's it's pretty low so that yeah. could be impacting investors moving forward as well yeah as for like reality labs um this year i think it burned about 10 billion or we'll have by the end of the final quarter they report um and next year they didn't give an exact number um, of how much it would burn but uh zuckerberg in the earnings earnings call said significantly more or something along that type of language so um you can assume maybe say fifteen billion worth, if we're looking at some of those total expense numbers that they did release. Um, likely a big part of that is from the burn getting even worse. Even though revenue is growing at Reality Labs, the expenses are growing just as fast, almost it seems. So, um, yeah, I think that's where the biggest hurt is. Really, they also gave guidance for their capex numbers, um, which for twenty twenty two. Uh, a range of 32 to 33 billion and next year a range of 35 to 39 billion so um, cash flow 
it's going to look even worse, I guess, or free cash flow at least will look even worse next year. Yeah. Frank, I know yeah. you've done a bit of work here. It seems like we've probably outlaid the beer case a little here that they just keep spending money that never really um, turns into anything of value. Um, I know the more bullish case, like there's quite a few value investors that I think are in Meta at the moment and have been getting into Meta somewhat recently, uh, although I think we saw Lee Lu maybe sell out. It seems like the more bullish kind of way to look at this um, is the Pabrite easy double approach, I guess, where you focus <laughs> on um, you focus on the core ad business and say you've you know you've got this other lottery ticket potentially of Reality Labs, and even if that you know turns out to be worthless, you've still got a good business there. But I don't know where are you at, Frank? It seems like they're pushing the spending so far that um, I don't know even that even that view of it could be overly positive. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, I think it's becoming even more and more dependent on how the metaverse or the reality labs more specifically plays out. I think when some of these value investors were getting into it, they might not have been aware of how much of a cash burn this is going to be. Um, Theoretically, as the revenue is growing so fast, we should be hopefully starting to see some improvement in the margins of that business specifically. Um, I'm not sure of exact numbers, but next year, roughly from the estimations I made with the numbers they've put out, They'll do about 20, mil, 20 billion, sorry, in operating income. Um, and 15 billion is burnt by the Reality Labs investment. So that's a potential of 35 billion they could have, which makes the stock look significantly cheaper. Um, but you have to assume that sometime in whatever time frame you choose, it's going to be profitable. And um, that, that's the part I probably can't get comfortable with. Um, so it's becoming less of a free upside as. Um, it needs to pay off now so it stops burning or taking away from the operating line for the ads business or the family of ads yeah. business. Yeah, and I'm just looking up some of the figures here because I think Zuckerberg has some um, has different voting rights to the standard meta share shareholder. I think right. It looks like right. he has like fifty over fifty percent of the voting power. So yeah, it's hard to see like just just how long he'll do this for. You know, if it doesn't work out, if it does work out amazing it'll be a home run for me i'm sure but if it doesn't work out um like when did does he does he stop after two years or five years or does <laughs> yeah, he go yeah. for 15 years like how, how's this all end that's the other bit that's really unknown for me it makes, it, makes it, it is a bit of a live wire but if, if you look at the track record you'd assume that he's at least somewhat competent because <laughs> he's run he's run things to this point pretty successfully with plenty of hiccups and he often doesn't do do himself favors but um, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's gone insane if he if he was ever sane before, <laughs> which is what people seem to the, the 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 rhetoric against all this metaverse stuff has been really 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 negative. Mm-hmm. Some of it probably unfounded, plenty of it founded for sure, and and plenty uh, fair. Um, but is uh is is this like an overcorrection perhaps? Uh, against the metaverse stuff when really the core business is still ultimately ads, even if they have one, two years of big, big spending. Um, I doubt the business is dead after that, which is what people seem to be assuming at this point more often even, at least. Yeah. Even the whole framing of what the metaverse actually is, is I think a little bit misleading. A lot of the market that they're talking about it, these investors are talking about as the metaverse, but more specifically, there's a lot of optionality within what they can do with virtual reality and augmented reality. 
um, that I'm probably more op- optimistic than the market at least seems to be. Um, when or how long that takes, I really have no strong opinion on, I guess, but they yeah. kind of frame it as this virtual world where you can buy this real estate that was kind of the hot topic during COVID and stuff, I guess. Um, but that's a very small fraction of what the reality lab segment more broadly is actually doing. I think there'll be a lot of success from virtual reality pretty quickly. Yeah. Is it enough to get a good return on $100 billion of money? <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> that much I don't know. Yeah. Um, there were some interesting comments from a, I think it was a leaked email from Zuckerberg back in 2015 or 16 saying how it's important to control the hardware, otherwise their kind of software aspect's going to go nowhere. Um, and this is where he's really sticking to that, I guess, and trying to make it a reality. And if in some point in the future, which obviously you're getting very into speculation here, um, if virtual reality headsets of some kind can take over the mobile phone, then um, it turns into an Apple pretty quick. So it's interesting from that perspective at least, but enough to make an investment, I don't know. Yeah, and... There's other stuff that makes this tricky for me with Facebook. Like um, <clears throat> we've had presumably a lot less effective ads from, um, you know, a from lot the, of accounts the, I've been seeing with the with the, um, the Apple update. update. Yeah, with the Apple yeah. update. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I'm, and I'm not sure where Android's at at the moment, but I, my understanding was that they were going to look to do something similar. I haven't I, I haven't heard that yet as an Android user. Um, certainly, nothing has been implemented that I would know about. Um, yeah, but yeah, assuming that does happen if they follow Apple's lead, but, um, Google should be careful since they rely pretty heavily on, (laughs) on data themselves. Yeah. We have uh, have after dinner investor in the chat. I think he's, he's a big Facebook guy, right? (laughs) He loves Facebook. He takes me most evenings, um, professing his love for for Facebook actually. (laughs) He he runs ads exclusively on Facebook as well. Um, yeah, one wonderful platform. I um, should say he's sure. messaging me on WhatsApp as he as he <laughs> for Facebook. So. Manu did mention something about WhatsApp earlier on um, about monetizing WhatsApp, and that goes with Messenger as well. Um, and that's probably a pretty bullish thing that I think came from Zuckerberg's commentary. Um, he said. The click to messaging, which they're kind of implementing through Messenger, um, mostly WhatsApp, um, but are going to do on both, has a run rate of about $9 billion. So finally, there is some monetization there. We don't know what the margin profile or anything looks like, but um, we can expect it's somewhat similar to the rest of the family of apps. So there is still that huge area of growth that people kind of aren't paying attention to either. I, I wonder what that would actually look like, though, more than the metaverse stuff, <laughs> just that um, monetizing like a messaging service, I, I could see somehow taking a commission on like peer to peer sales of some sort, but that'd be pretty hard to enforce. Um, I'm not really sure where you would get like an obvious mo- uh, monetization stream unless you throw ads on the, the messaging platform, but I feel like that would turn people off pretty quickly. Well, I think it's giving some kind of messaging service to businesses and the consumers that buy something. Oh, like um, like chatbots, like that sort of thing. Uh, I I don't know exactly what it looks like to be honest. Remarketing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's that, I don't think it's an enormous source of potential growth, but I could be wrong. Um, 9 billion of run rate. So it's not nothing compared to their, like you're looking at about 10% of their revenue just from that almost. So yeah. it's not nothing. Um, and if it keeps right. growing, that's at 80% growth year on a year. So um, if that continues at even 20, 30% moving forward for a few years, it becomes pretty meaningful. So sure, I don't know exactly how it looks. And again, you're entering a bit of speculation, but it's not nothing. And I think the market is largely ignoring it too. It, it feels like like um, Meta as a company quickly went from being kind of like a like a value stock, not really a growth stock, and then all of a sudden it like tried to in, insert itself back into like the growth equation by throwing all this money at rather speculative, very uncertain sort of uh, projects, and and it ended up at least in the stock price terms like horribly backfiring <laughs> but uh maybe that was inevitable if if they were expecting declines elsewhere um is yeah, that uh, well it it used to consistently generate cash and the capitalization right. was pretty clear and that's both of those things have changed right exactly that's kind of what i'm getting at um it was kind of like the uh this nice balance of huge cash flow but decent multiples compared to many of the many of its other large peers um and now it's <laughs> all the cash flow is gone and uh the multiples have also been squished well maybe not so much now that cash flows are so low but um it's uh it's been a rough ride in the last year just on multiple to kind of give some context to the current valuation with the guidance that we've given so um a 2023 valuation, I guess, is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to do about $20 billion in EBIT. Um, it, that's assuming 5% revenue growth, which was just a very low figure that I come up with out of nowhere. So take that as you will. You can assume no growth and then you're about $17 billion. I would have so done 5.2 personally. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> even with no growth, they're looking at about $17 billion or so, um, which gets you to about 10 times EBIT EBIT. Um, for next year and if you remove the reality labs losses then it's about six roughly times even even so um, if you think that's a profitable business at any point in the near future then you're looking at a very cheap company for what it is but 10 times even is probably looking pretty fair considering all of the cash burn and speculation kind of going with the stock yeah Yeah, and I guess the question is, how much is the legacy business being cannibalized as assets are being moved over to the Reality Labs side, right? Can they keep up kind of where they are now with respect to their advertising peers? They've hired an army of people for the the VR stuff too, so. Yeah. um, Yeah. I don't know. It's such a high margin. That core business is such a high margin thing, even if ad rates decline a lot it's still so high margin because the the marginal cost is so limited because it's software it's ads um but now they're getting into this like lower margin business with huge research costs and a lot of unknowns and then you're going to have to get over the marketing hurdle too even if you come up with a good product um which right now is not looking so hot uh I, I do want to highlight this comment from uh, Matt. It says Facebook was my biggest holding. Now Meta is my smallest. <laughs> so, yeah, you're probably not alone there. Um, 
So what, 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 final thoughts on meta? We should probably talk about yeah, it. Yeah, is this the well. point at which we vote? <laughs> do, we, do we want to vote now? Yeah, man. So funny because we, we, if we had, when when was it when we like voted on it last for our our uh, hypothetical portfolio that is not doing about the time that Monish was thinking it was an easy double and it's down fifty percent since then roughly. <laughs> is it fifty? Probably. Yeah, so maybe. More. So I guess we dodged a bullet. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, we held Alibaba instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, lost, we wanted to lose fifty percent. We wanted to lose fifty percent somewhere else, not not a yeah, yeah, not not at a new holding. Like, we don't want that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, all right, that's meta. Final thoughts. We can always circle back. I hope it works, but I'm skeptical. Yeah, that's my it's fun. An easy. It's an easy four X from here. So. Yeah, no, it's an easy double-double. I kind of think um, if I was a more diversified quantitative investor, it's probably something I'd sit in the portfolio. Um, I know Tobias Carlyle has it in the fund. It kind of makes sense as like a 2 to 3% position if you have 30 of them um, of just cheap, um, relatively protected on the downside, I think. Like the business isn't going to disappear at least. They can't. Sure, it can go down. Um, the cash burn can get worse, but it's not going to disappear. It still is a relatively good business for the most part. Um, so depending on your investing style is whether or not you'd be interested. But I definitely can't justify it in a concentrated large position. It's yeah, definitely getting increasingly difficult given the, the and it relative, feels, relative to our portfolio. I might be actually more interested than some of the names in there. There's a couple in there I've had hate for publicly for a while. You've made that so known. So the punch card portfolio is up for vote. I'm not saying no. Would you? Would you, well? What about Google? What well, say? I'm thinking relatively to what we have in there. So there's a lot of names I could. Uh, like so Google and Facebook should go in. Is what you're saying? I I wouldn't personally pick them. But relative to some of our other picks, is, is that I, a yes would, to my? Is that a yes to my I'd question? To it's very diplomatic. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> um. Anyways, I, let's just talk about Google because I, I keep trying to pivot us towards that, <laughs> and uh, it's hasn't had too great of a ride either. Let me do. They're not nearly as brutal as. No. Meta's, we'll call it self-inflicted pain. They've had market pain and self-inflicted, we'll say. <laughs> um, whether it's justified, who knows. Uh, Google has seen a lot of pain as well. 40, 41 Three years, just to, de- just to include the... Yeah, well, one year at a time, Brett. <laughs> Sorry. We're down 41% in the last year. Um, but yeah, three years, we're at... Still up 40% over the last three years. But you're going back to about... What is it at 90? It's at 88 right now. Last time I was at 88 was around uh, early 2021. Um, and it's been flat since since then. I mean, it rose pretty significantly, but it has fallen about 40% since it's a recent peak back in late 2021, early 2022. So that's Google's price. So that brings them to a market cap uh, much larger than Facebook of just under $1 trillion, which is crazy. $993 billion market cap as of today. 
for the enterprise value. Yes, sorry, that's enterprise value. Market cap is actually is actually over a trillion. Sorry, reading the wrong one. Um, yeah, market cap is one point oh eight trillion. Um, so still over a trillion, which is an unfathomable number. Um, just a random little side note. I think I saw a tweet saying that Apple's now worth more than Google, Amazon, and Facebook combined. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? If this is a trillion dollar company, how big is Apple right now? Apple uh, significantly larger. Two point two trillion. Crazy. It's about the same, right? Wow. Yep. <laughs> The two point two trillion for Apple, which just had a solid quarter too. Somewhat surprisingly, given the economic situation, it's only a little over twenty times earnings as well. Like the it's, amount yeah, of cash that things printing is insane. Yeah, it's not like yeah, it's not a it's not egregious like what we've seen in the last couple of years. <laughs> so, so I guess Zuck was right back in the day when he knew hardware was the way to go. Yeah, it, control some of these things, right? Because all of these, the software side of it, they're all on the nice downtrend. But Apple's staying relatively strong. It's a lot easier said than done, obviously, because <laughs> otherwise there'd be a bunch of apples, right? right. Um, and uh, that that, that I, I wonder if it, was it that moment that Apple rolled out their privacy stuff that that Mark was like, all right, we got to make hardware now at, at any cost or something. Um, was, that, was that like a, I wonder if that was like a defining moment or if he was kind of leaning towards it long-term anyways, they did buy Oculus sometime, sometime ago um, or for the reality lab section. But anyways, back to Google Um, coming down to the financials (laughs) revenue, crazy $282 billion in the last 12 months and going to the quarterly view. Once that loads, Google took a big hit on earnings too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Here we go. It's chugging along. There we go. Okay. Um, revenue stayed uh, basically about the same as the last couple quarters, but going over to um, cash flows, free cash flow actually was, oh, I was actually up from the last quarter. But yeah, do, down do you compared to the just, previous year. Do you mind if mm-hmm. I just mention a couple of things on yeah, the yeah, recent earnings? Yeah, yeah. So um, we had quarterly revenue up 6% year over year. Um, they were quite heavily impacted by foreign exchange movements in the last quarter. So if you, on a constant currency basis, they actually grew 11% year over year in revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, same time, they grew 39% on a constant currency basis. So wow. they had like a huge amount of growth last year. Yeah, um, they had crazy growth last year. Yeah, their operating income, again, year over year, went from $21 billion down to $17 billion for the quarter. So they had a bit of a decrease there. And um, Alphabet also has quite a substantial um, like investment portfolio, essentially. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that had a $2 billion gain this time last year and was down a billion dollars in this quarter. So um, there's a bit of noise in just the net income figures. If you look at Alphabet, that's something to be wary of. If you focus on mm-hmm. operating income, it should um, smooth things out a little more. That's, yeah, a, that's a private company portfolio and not public. What are they on? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what's in there specifically. Um, it's a bit of a venture. You guys thing. know that. 
venture. More yeah. Of a, yeah. Um, but as for operating income as well, that's kind of a little bit misleading because the cloud's also burning cash. So um, I think Google Cloud's like a negative 10% operating income margin, give or take. Um, so the actual business is, well, the Google service business is trading somewhere around 12 times EBIT, um, which is seemingly cheap, at least historically. But um, yeah, it, there's a lot of misleading numbers in there. So there's a lot of adjustments you need to make and think about within that. Yeah, I did see the main thing people were quite, I don't know if upset's the right word, but <laughs> one of the things that jumped out to people uh, from their latest quarter is just how many employees Google continues yeah. to hire. Um, so I just mentioned they grew revenue 11% or 6%, but 11% on a constant currency basis. They've got 25% more employees than this time last year. They're up to, <laughs> I think it's 186,000 employees. What do um, they all, what do they all do? I don't, I don't how, know. <laughs> how, how do you, how do you even begin to manage that? It's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a few people on Twitter saying we, we all know that there's about 20 people that run Google search and all the rest of them are there to shrink the margins so they don't, you know, get, get screwed over by the regulators. Or something. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm curious what the cost of actual, like, is this partly a result of people working less hours and having a higher headcount? Um, does it translate directly? If it was 25% growth in headcount, is a 25% increase in the SGNA or whatever within there? I'd be curious to know that, but. Regardless, it's pretty insane and something you'd want to monitor very carefully. Yeah. A lot of the tech companies are in the middle of layoffs. I mean, we, we just saw Twitter, but that's a bit of a different story. <laughs> Special situation. <laughs> yes, that's a bit different. But but even before that, we've been seeing a lot of the big tech names starting to make some serious cuts. Um, Google not doing so yet, but didn't they stop hiring pretty recently or something? Um, yeah, that is yeah. The plan. In the last quarter or something, uh, I got enough people there for the next decade of growth. <laughs> I think. Yeah, right. Um, I just realized I can bring up comments for some reason now. But Matt Hansen had a pretty good point saying that Google spent a hundred billion on buybacks, and really, we've seen nothing as shareholders. Well, so. I, funny you mentioned that because uh, uh, Meta has spent fifty billion in the last year, and even less to show for it. So. Yeah, but has their share count actually gone down? I think that's what Frank's saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Meta's share count has actually gone down a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Google seems to be going nowhere. It's all stock-based compensation. Yeah, rebalancing, which is crazy for the sheer amount. It's um, they continuously spend most of their free cash flow on that, which is not all, all the employees and execs, and <laughs> you got one hundred eighty thousand mouths to feed. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. That, that that's a that's a like a huge town or a small city that is just Google employees. Yeah, there's a, like a TikTok trend going around that I see popping up with um, like the life of a Google employee. Mm-hmm, yeah, and they seem to have it pretty bloody good. Yeah, I remember in high school, uh, we had like a career day and they showed like the Google campus, and you know it's just like vacation is what they make it look like. Um, and I remember everyone, it was like my freshman year of high school and everyone's like, I'm going to work for Google. Like, it's just like, yeah, I sure you are. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, even it's been a, it's been kind of a Disneyland, I, I suppose for a while, but I wonder what they do. I'm not a, I'm not a Google employee and I don't know any, but I'd be curious. 
you what just you got to watch that um, Owen Wilson movie and as a Vince Vaughn. Well. Oh yeah, right. yeah. I, I've only seen clips from that movie, uh, but yeah, the the intern, right? Um, yes, I think that's it. Yeah, I think or something like that. Um, <laughs> Based yeah. on a true story. No. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, um, any Google shareholders in the group here? I know our uh, our resident king of the chat, Jason, is a Google. <laughs> Famously, a Google shareholder <laughs> and uh, yeah, an- anti-meta, but pro Google shareholder. Maybe yeah, not this anti-meta. <laughs> this one's pretty close to the top of my list of like if I had to pick, you know, large cap tech type type stuff. Definitely mm-hmm. more interesting to me than than Meta, just because it feels a, a little more like I can predict what it might look like in a few years. Yeah, they're not spending a hundred percent of the cash flow on on who knows. Yeah. Yeah, Google's well, one where well, stock-based compensation, maybe. <laughs> I think um, it's one of uh, there's it might be reaching the top of its growth. Like it might not continue these crazy growth numbers. You can see YouTube kind of leveling off, even which um, it de- de- decreased slightly, maybe, um, which was pretty surprising for me. But most of their um, major services businesses are probably plateauing at some point, um, and you don't have to worry about the metaverse or the reality labs investment yeah kind of more watching the cloud business that's reaching and still trending towards profitability which is um pretty appealing so yeah so youtube uh youtube ad revenue for the same quarter last year was uh, 7.2 billion versus 7.07 billion in the most recent quarter and i did Um, see a number two um i think they paid around 50 also billion over the past three years to YouTube creators, which is just pretty insane sheer number, which um, obviously that's not a model they're going to take away. Just the actual number is pretty crazy that there's 50 billion being paid towards creators on YouTube. Well, that's all their content. That's their content spend effectively. And most of that goes towards time I've heard. I'm not sure about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, my bank account tell, tell, would say otherwise, I think. <laughs> Manu uh, providing some color on the Google work situation. It's not as glamorous. I used to live in the Mountain View next to their campus. They have good free meals and some free time for independent projects. Otherwise, they have to work hard to keep their jobs, which makes sense. If everyone was doing nothing, they wouldn't be where they are. (laughs) At least I would think. Yeah. Brad, you're getting complimented on your your wall decoration and and your new place oh, wonderful <laughs> yeah it's it's just some art on the wall of an old piece of driftwood kind of thing <laughs> that's very west might, coast i thought it was some type of horn from an animal you hunted brad yeah i thought it wasn't yeah, no no that's coming soon I, i'm not there yet <laughs> killed it with his bare hands that's right <laughs> <laughs> jason says he needs brad vlogs I, I i second that some brad vlogs would be great all right Bust out my iPhone. Um, do we want to talk about Amazon at all? I mean, Amazon yeah, is yeah. below the low during the pandemic right now. It's about the same. It's it's kind of crazy. They're, they're, they're kind of the uh, the forgotten ad ad provider, um, right? Yep. Granted, it's not the the primary business model, but it's a it's a growing quickly. It's a significant thing. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird to think of it, um, but let's see. Pulling up, and there we go. Here's Amazon. Let's show that stock chart. 
Uh, one year down 46%, so very similar to Google. And actually uh, flat, over uh, 5% gain over the last three years. They are back down to 20 March 2020 levels. And, and they mm -hmm. came pretty close back in June of this year. But still pretty far off. Um, yeah, but we're down to the, the March COVID lows. Brad, do you have any thoughts? You brought it up. <laughs> I did. I, I don't have too many thoughts. I'm curious what you guys think of, of Jassy uh, at, at the reins as compared to, you know, what Amazon became under, under Bezos. Do you have any take on the current CEO? I honestly couldn't have even told you his name until you just said it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff got out at the right time, I suppose. Maybe Amazon isn't our uh, our topic here tonight. And we'll take it. We'll take a quick look at the numbers just because I'm curious. Well, one of the standouts to me was that AWS still grew at something like thirty percent. Maybe it was a little bit lower um, year over year. So it's pretty insane that the cloud numbers growing that quickly. And then just to bring it back to Google slightly, um, Google seems to be taking some share slowly um, off AWS, not to a major extent, but. Um, AWS is also profitable, which is a difference there as well. But um, there was a number. I'm just trying to pull it up as we go now. Um, so Google Cloud revenue as a percentage of AWS mm -hmm. revenue um, and uh, MBI, mostly borrowed ideas, has tracked this since 2020. Um, so early 2020, Google Cloud revenue was about 27% of AWS revenue. And now it's like 33.4%. And that's like a growing, nice slow growth chart. So um, plus for Google and maybe a little bit concerning for Amazon, um, but considering they're still growing at 30% or something, that's impressive as well. So, Yeah, I'd be interested to see where that Google, like where Google is taking share because I suspect it would be almost entirely people using cloud services for the first time. I, I would be very surprised if there's people moving from AWS to it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I just get at the end point of who wins that market. It seems that Google's trending well. But um, obviously AWS still dominates by a long shot compared to anyone else. Yeah. Brad, I saw Brad just equipped his hat after being requested. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I've got to please the crowd, you know. <laughs> He's a man of the people. Mm. Um because uh, looking at net income for Amazon, it's been pretty lackluster after a huge end of 2021, or really 2021 in general. Um, and then free cash flow, I believe, is a similar story. Yeah, pretty deeply negative in 2022. Um, though they have they continue to reinvest a lot into growth, obviously. So, uh, yeah, is 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 it really just betting on AWS then? Because I mean, the the, the retail side of things is never going to be like a massive margin thing, and it's going to remain low margin probably forever. And so, the, so you have the growth flywheels of, of I guess ads, and then AWS, AWS being the primary one right now for profits, right? Yeah, I don't have the latest numbers, but it looks like. 2021 AWS operating profit was 18.5 billion. Presumably that's grown quite a bit recently. Um, mm -hmm. Not sure if you got it there, Frank, but 
That uh, alone is worth a lot of money. <laughs> what's yeah, what's right. the market cap of Amazon right now? Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't I don't think I mentioned that. It's about it a trillion. Is, yeah, just under a trillion. 911 billion <laughs> just under they're only off by 90 billion <laughs> yeah so that's like that's like 50 something times ebit if you exclude every other part of the business except aws um just on margins which is pretty interesting um since 2018 the cloud business has been around a 30 percent operating margin that varies um year to year hmm. Um, the rest of the business, everything excluding AWS, has been about between 1% and 3% margin. Um, for this quarter, the cloud margin was 26.3% and the rest of the business was negative 27 which is the first negative they've had at least over that period. So um, that's definitely a concerning number, I guess. Yeah. Do, do you know if there was any weird stuff in that number that we should be... Couldn't tell considering you. Considering or dinner. Okay. Super chat. From uh, from our man, Jonathan. Every time <laughs> the, pun- the punch card uh, meet up. Yeah, not, man. We're going to be able to go soon. Yeah. He's, you know, he's almost got the, 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 he's got everything covered. The venue, hotel, flights. He's got it all covered. <laughs> so, Thanks, Jonathan. Just, appreciate it. Just quickly, Tom, there was um, a few non-recurring charges that they said from closing Amazon Care, Fabric.com, and Amazon Explorer. So how much, I don't know, but just to answer your question. Okay. So that's Amazon, sort of an ad company, not really. But uh, what, uh, well, what, do we, what do we make of the ad situation? Is this something that that you're, you might be pouring a lot of time into. Are you watching these names really closely? And Tom, you mentioned Google is top of your list. Um, what would you be waiting for, for any, anything like Google? Well, I mean, there's only so many companies like Google, but anything that kind of relies on ads like that. Um, what are any of you guys looking to see? Well, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I'm taking some short-term view on the ad market might be weak for a year couple of years or something like the long-term trends are still towards more and more online advertising over time. So mm-hmm. um, for me, it's just trying to get my head around the business. I think um, trying to understand the dynamics of why an advertiser might spend on Facebook versus Google versus Fair. TikTok versus the daily journal. Yeah. Why, why aren't we talking about the daily journal or Washington post or something guys? <laughs> What's this apocalypse episode about? <laughs> um, yeah. That, that's more than anything. Uh, I just haven't done kind of deep work on it yet. Yeah, did they call that the adpocalypse when digital was taking over print? <laughs> was that an adpocalypse uh, of itself? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a fair that's a fair um, take. It seems like it's a very simple business because it kind of is, but then you got to understand the competition because it is it is significant. You have multiple big players here, um, very data oriented, and and you can only you can only tell so much about what they have on data. Um, because it's very, you know, they keep it close to the chest, so you can't really see exactly how they're doing everything. Yeah, um, and the other thing I was just going to say, um, it looks like cloud is currently about 10% of revenue, roughly. Um, so I'd like to know more about that, but it's it's not an overwhelming chunk of the business just yet. Yeah. You guys, do, does LinkedIn generate any kind of ad revenue for Microsoft? or They do yes. have an ads platform. Oh, I, yeah, I look- it's got to be... I would think it'd be pretty major. 
I would have thought. I, I yeah. would bet they probably make more on their premium membership stuff than ads. I actually mm. don't really see many ads on LinkedIn. All I see are like the sponsored messages from like recruiters. I get those all the time for yeah. completely irrelevant yeah. things. <laughs> LinkedIn revenue thirteen point eight billion US dollars. Yeah, I know. I, I saw a chart recently comparing some of the social media companies, and LinkedIn was really high. I was like, "What the bloody hell have I been missing <laughs> on LinkedIn?" I, I think this um, Jason maybe can tell us in the chat. I'm not sure, but I I would think the CPM on something like LinkedIn is through the roof. Hmm. You would think because it's you know it's professionals, motivated buyers, sort of thing, or people with money, I guess, <laughs> people with jobs. You would think, <laughs> which is a pretty good target audience, but it's uh, but yeah, it's um, it's I don't want to call it. It's not a cesspool. It's far from that, but it but definitely it has kind of abnormal companies' recruitment spend moves from the typical old-fashioned way of doing it to something like LinkedIn. So. It's reasonable why a lot of money goes in that direction, I think. I, I actually wonder how much hiring is actually done through LinkedIn compared to something like Indeed or, or, or like ZipRecruiter, these major giant job sites. I still feel like a lot goes through them. I, I used Indeed when I've hired some folks for um, a few things, and um, I haven't even thought to use LinkedIn. So I, I don't know if I'm unusual in that sense, but I think Indeed's pretty um, – Indeed and those sorts of sites are still the leader. I don't know if LinkedIn's like catching up with them at all, but uh, I'd be curious. Oh, hey, Eunice hit. throwing dollar yeah, bills yeah, at me. This yeah, is, this yeah. Is good stuff Eunice, here. Eunice, oh, that's right, Brad, because you weren't here for the best idea episodes. Oh. And um, oh wait, no, weren't you? No, no, you weren't, right? No. Yeah. Maybe it was because I didn't have one. That that could be. Um, Brad's <laughs> a head company. I'm gonna have to owe you one, Eunice. I'll uh, I'll I'll think about that one. He'll, he'll circle back. Yeah, I'll circle he's gonna, back. He's going to invest some time into an idea. Now that I know there's value behind it for you guys. Yes. But thank you, Eunice, regardless. Yes, thank you. Even if Brad's idea is just horrible and terrible, terrible. We, still, we still appreciate <laughs> the contribution. <laughs> um, so just randomly going on kind of ad spend more generally as a broader kind of thing. I did see a chart on Twitter a few days ago. Um, talking about how much the typical company spends on ad spend during recessionary a recessionary period, mm. and it kind of went back over sixty or seventy that years. That's good, yeah. Wow. Um, and it it really doesn't change too much um, as much as I thought. Like it slows down slightly during the seventies and um, oh eight and things like that, but not to a, a really big meaningful amount. At least that was kind of my takeaway from it. Like it, it's not like it disappears just because. We're entering a tough economic time, but just um, I wonder if it just shifts modes or something. Um, or yeah, there's there, obviously there's some sort of shifting, like it's not like stagnant the whole time, but that's interesting. Um, yeah, maybe, as a percentage of the company's revenues, I think is how it was framed. Um, and it kind of sat pretty steady. Obviously, huh. their revenues of those companies take a hit, but they right so relatively it does slow down, but um. They're going to keep spending the, spending the same amount as a percentage, at least. So, mm-hmm. as things improve, then there's really nothing to worry about. You would think. Sure. Yeah, Frank, have you been drinking on the show recently? They're asking if you had your drink, and yeah, you got that. Add dollars. That was, was that a blonde? Um, last, what is that? That was last week's um, oh. <laughs> bottle, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Frank went on like a 
Frank went on like a 25 minute rant about KPG acquisitions last week. Yeah. Let me remove there. Now the algorithm won't be affected now that we've removed him from the stream. All right. All right. He's back. We've recovered him. He forced, his, he forced his way back in. I'm on the sparkling water, the strong stuff tonight. So today. Nice. nice. Should we uh, hit a few questions before we wrap up? Yeah. Sure. Uh, we had a lot of commentary. I'm, uh, wonder, uh, any questions in here? We had a question about Brad, what you had on the wall. That has been answered. Yes, it has. Here, here's one from Manu. Uh, how, how much of this might be people selling out of the quote-unquote market ETFs or the FANG ETFs, like I guess the NASDAQ, out of generic fear versus actual company-specific fear? It's a pretty fair question. Um, yeah. It's hard, I guess it's hard to say exactly, but there are certainly some outsized moves with, say, uh, Meta, for example. It's much larger than the, the move in the index. Same with Google. Um, right. Though, what's, uh, what is the NASDAQ down over the last year? S&P is down like 20%, which yeah, is pretty heavy. percent or so, I think. Yeah, so larger than the index move. So there's some, something more than that. Um, I think it's pretty standard of what you could expect. We kind of seen the multiple re-rate happen earlier on, and now the earnings re-rate is kind of happening as we get the earnings for some of these bigger companies. So the market is fearful, but it's kind of fearful for a good reason, I think. Um, mm-hmm. That's not to say you can't buy anything right now. I think there's actually a lot of opportunities coming up. But um, the broader market is moving a direction for a reason, and I think it's pretty justified. You've left us stunned with silence. <laughs> Jeremy's ready to buy Google for anybody who wants to liquidate. So that's uh, let Jeremy know. Like a lot of these fang companies, um, over the next ten years, like I think they all do okay. I don't. I don't think any of these companies are disappearing. Um, Meta's probably the highest probability of getting seriously hurt. Um, but the rest of them, are, like they're not going anywhere. They're still relatively safe havens for your money. It's just how much of a return that would look like. Safe um, haven is a word, but <laughs> or two words, but uh, yeah, most of them, most, if not all are pretty light on debt, at least compared to everything they have. So that, and that's, that's always helpful going into anything when you don't have a big debt load. Um, but free cash flow helps too for valuation purposes and future earnings, yeah. of course. No, and no one ever seems to talk about it. But I actually quite like Microsoft as a business as well. Um, there's, there's some very sticky products in there, and the valuation isn't well. Yeah, I don't want to comment on that too much, but it's nothing crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. If you think in ten, five, ten years time we get back to this zero interest rate environment, all of these companies are going to do pretty well from here. So, um, anything's possible with something like that. Anything's possible with enough currency basement <laughs> to get some good nominal returns going. Uh, Matt, who's going to Berkshire next year? We get a show of hands. I would love I'll, to go. Yeah. Um, we're all going to be out, Sorry. No, Tom's out. Yeah, I'm likely to be out, but we'll see. I would love to, but. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. You, you, can't, you, can't tell the, you can't tell the our people that. Not yet. <laughs> if, if Kelly Partners can. Um, 
keep ripping and I can sell some of my shares to fund the trip. We'll see. It, it, Frank's just too, he's too invested. It's on Brett Kelly. Way to fund the trip. Get a margin loan. <laughs> yeah. Do what the rich people do. Borrow against the shares <laughs> at any cost. Borrow to spend on a trip. <laughs> well, you never know. Jonathan might donate enough over the course of the next few months that I might be able to get there too. So We're on, we're on the way. Hey guys, have we looked at our um, our anti portfolio recently? <laughs> the meme portfolio, Tom. You want to bring it up? I st- I don't think I have that link. Uh, well, sure. While we're waiting, it might, might be beating us. I don't want to look. I'm a little nervous actually because there's a lot of cash in there. So I know. Brad, you got to Brad, you got to plan these things before you say that kind of stuff on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's no way it's not beating. Uh, well, I think we did say when we first set it up, we're like, man, if we have a big like actual market decline, this might not look that good because a bunch of it's like cash. It's cash. It's cash. <laughs> that was exactly the best, what that was, the best well, idea. was Was one of them a Tremoth spec? We I had uh, oh, he, a Persian Square Tontine. Yeah, I that's think. so that's wound up or sort of right. It? It, it it's I believe the cash was returned, and then he's going to give out the if he can the special like right shares because you know bill ackman needs to make everything complicated but (laughs) it's it's something like Uh, that i wonder if it'll all be like weird and sheer site when i go in my i'm curious (laughs) sorry guy no (laughs) what did i pick i don't even remember what happened what we did there the it was on april fool's day maybe yeah Hmm. we had we had tesla uh i like i think it didn't we have a treasury fund um the a spac and I just remember Karan's pitch for reversing square Dantine about how you could lose, you could lose, you could double the losses or whatever. It was great. Yeah, this this isn't going to be exactly right because yeah, it is having a bit of a hissy fit about Persian square Tontine because yeah, it's, it's gone, not, not listed. But uh, it looks like since first purchased, S and P five hundred is down fifteen point nine seven percent. Call it sixteen. Uh, Punch drunk fund is down twenty point three percent. I say the first one again. So twenty point three versus sixteen. What is so that? we're down a little more. Yeah. Oof. If you want to, so the individual um, businesses uh, we've got. I'll start with the best performing is Pershing Square Tontine. It's got plus one percent here, but I'm not <laughs> sure exactly whether that's right or not. Um, that sounds about right. Vanguard, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we got it around 19 and it, it the cash value should have been around 20, I think. So okay. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it's got a last price of 2014, but maybe that's not quite right. Um, Vanguard short term treasury is down 2.18%. So that's, hold, that's holding us up as well. The um, cash. It's just a bunch of cash. Yeah. We've got uh, in New Zealand, I think that might have been my pick, down 11%. Uh, Tesla down 42.6%. <laughs> and ARC <laughs> down 47.8%. Oh, Arc. That was the other one. How did I forget Arc? Which is Tesla just Tesla. Arc. Tesla and Arc. Beautiful. Same, same yeah, thing. So, so our initial 50,000 is compounded up to a grand total of 39,500. At, at that time, so April of 2021, would you have guessed that Tesla would be almost doubling? I mean, doubling is a word, but is uh, doing significantly better than Facebook, now Meta, um, at this point. Uh, was it 2021 or 2022? Or 2022, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, it was this year, yeah. 22. Sorry, my mistake. Um, so in basically six months, 
would you would you have really have expected uh, Tesla to be down only forty something percent, and then Facebook down yeah. over seventy percent? Imagine being like some long short value guy and you're like yeah. long Facebook, short Tesla. Yeah, right. You'd be crushed. <laughs> but it's because I put out that uh that amazing discounted cash flow model on, mm. on Tesla that that we all contributed towards. Uh, that's what did it. Yeah. Everyone saw the so light. So that portfolio is doing better than our actual portfolio, right? That's correct. Uh quite possibly. It's more like doing less bad. Less bad. <laughs> doing less bad. Risk adjusted, yeah. though. I don't, I don't know. Risk adjusted. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to check the date ranges, but you're probably right. But and a quick compliment to both Matt uh, and Thank also you. Jonathan again for uh, more um, super chats. Did, Appreciate. I it. think they just send the passes if you're a Berkshire owner. Is that right? Uh, you got to send a foreman to get them. Okay, you got to send a foreman. Yeah. Dispatch via carrier pigeon. Do Jonathan and Matt pay us more than Google AdSense at this point? Probably pretty close. If, if, yeah, wouldn't be surprised. It, uh, it doesn't. I don't think it shows you your super chat revenue clearly. Um, I haven't looked too closely, but I, I, I'd be curious to do a, ba- a breakdown. I want to ask Jason about the Turkish dates and Eunice. Uh, are those Majul or Deglet Nor? What, what kind of dates are you talking about here? Speak amongst yourselves. <laughs> That's out there. Uh, any, any final thoughts? Anything else we should mention or that you want to mention? Anything cool happened? Anything planned for the for the next day or two? Weekend, end of the weekend? Someone's doing something cool. Come on. I'm just trying to stay above water. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a pretty hard out week of travel so i'm 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 planning to mainly sleep this sleep. weekend good yeah well done well jack jack you were gonna buy a business at some point right what, what's oh I'm, 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 I'm working on it i i, I had a follow-up call with the uh the, what, the listing agent i'm working with right now um no no major developments but working on it <laughs> jason uh, tells me to buy some new pants Guys, very, very quickly, if we uh, start the punch card portfolio 1st of April, so same dates as the joke one, mm-hmm. uh, as the punch drunk fund, we're down 31%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that hurts. Mm-hmm. That hurts. Yeah. I, I don't want to call out the worst performer. but I mean, <laughs> KPG has, hasn't been doing us any favors, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, KPG is down eighteen percent, so they're doing better okay. than the overall portfolio. But, um, yeah, hurts. Yeah. Hurts. It all hurts. I bet hurts would have done a lot better. Actually, the company. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> a former <Hurts>. meme. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. I blame Tom Brady. That that's, he brought it back to life. Out there. Brought it back to life. Yeah, single-handedly. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Support the channel. What he said. Yes. Yeah. I I think, I think, I think uh, Frank did that. Yeah. Listen up. Our man, Shafan, he says, hit the like button if you haven't already. I have to agree with him. It's a good idea. It'll bring you good fortunes, maybe, Mm. or at least less bad fortunes in this rocky market. Um, As will subscribing, more importantly, and checking out the Discord as well if you're not in that already, where we got lots of fun stuff going on in there. And we'll post updates. Uh, as as we have them about um, 
this whole Berkshire meetup coming up in May and anything else that might happen before then. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Are all we right. due for a vote on the portfolio at some point? Are we supposed to do that every so often? <laughs> we, 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 always... we vote when we like something new. Okay. Yeah, we like we... Something. Should, we, should we vote now on these two? Yeah, that's very right. Okay, sure. So we need three. Um, three out of five. So we, and if we, can... do, if we do a two and two split, we have to wait for Quran next week to correct. seal the deal. He'd be the tiebreaker for both. So Facebook slash Meta and Google. Let's start with let's start with Meta. Um, because it, I, I own that one. I, I got to say yes. I got to say yes. What? So do we... uh, I got to say yes. Well, just because I'm standing by my portfolio. That. No. <laughs> I hesitated, though. You know, you saw that hesitation. But I'm going to say yes. Get some chaos anyways. Well, I'll, I'll go second there, I guess, relative to what's in the portfolio. Yeah, you, right? We already know your answer, Frank. <laughs> Meta is a yes for me. Over one, maybe two names in the portfolio. Don't think it's a buy right now. In our portfolio, I think it should be in there over just relatively. So that's two. Two yeses. No. You um, lo- sticks wait, by wait. the note. Can I, can I just get some clarification? You like <laughs> Turtle Beach more than oh, Meta. Okay. Tom is public with his opinion hey, that Turtle guys, Beach is a better company than Meta. Just... Guys, we've got we've got one more company to vote on yet. <laughs> you can vote on both. Uh, vote I don't on know. Both. Oh, so it's, oh, it's so up to Quran. So we're giving Quran it up to Quran. Um, okay, what about Google then? Well, I'm going to stand by. Google is a better company than Turtle Beach, and it's a yes from me. It's a better company than probably a couple of others in there, but I'm just picking on Jack. <laughs> it's 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 is one this, of the is this call out names here? Is this kosher? it's one of the best companies, period? But is it good value? That's the question, right. obviously. And mm. for sure, it's like one of the best companies in the entire world. Um, so that's not really twelve the times E to E to EBIT. If we yeah. back out the Google Cloud business, that's growing at thirty percent, catching yeah. up to AWS, becoming one of the best cloud businesses in the world. On top of the already best services business in the world, arguably. Frank could be a 1980s stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this one. You, you want to sell out of this one right now. You want to sell out of this one right now. Buy this one, and then I'll call you in a month. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a yes for Alphabet as well. Ooh. I got to tell you guys, that all the spam bots in the comments is really giving me pause here. Oh, I am. Jack, I'm 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 folding you. I voted first last time, Brad. You do ah. If if you if you say yes, I don't have to vote. <laughs> uh, so, I, I'm a no. No, oh, so you wanted to, you wanted to do that. Should we give both the Quran? Well, let him pick both. Like, you need you need to be, be honest with you, Brad. I, I've hesitated on Google for a while because I I think it's a little bit too pricey just for me for my taste. But I'm I'm gonna say no for now. Okay. Dang. This is tough because there's other things I'd probably rather have in there than Google and Facebook as well. Well, yeah. you got to let us know we what they are so we can talk about them. Yeah, we got to talk about them. <laughs> Thor. <laughs> yeah, another time. Thor. Well, right. that's not what it bought. Most so both, both, go to, both go to Quran. They both go to Quran. Uh, yeah. Master Quran is to decide on these. Yeah. I'm going to hassle him all week before he actually comes on the show. But... <laughs> 
Can we vote two yeah. in one episode? Is that, can we do that? Yeah, sure. Why not? We can vote out two stocks. We, we, we didn't put that in the Constitution. So we yeah. can do whatever we want. And, um, and the people vote out the stock, though. That's right. Correct. So. That's, that's the fact. And if we got two, oh, if we got two, oh, man, that would be great. <laughs> that would be some serious chaos. We'd have, oh. how, I don't know how we would do that, though, for voting purposes. We, do we do two separate votes? Or, yeah. Anyways, let's not counter chickens before they hatch. It's yeah. up to Quran to pick one or one or both or neither. We also have to, and putting this publicly is probably going to make it worse, but I'll say it anyway. We also have to hope that the audience actually is trying to help our portfolio. <laughs> and is it malicious? Because <laughs> <Is> it... <laughs> I'm voting companies in and I might see Kelly Partners disappear. So That's the risk. Yeah, That's the fun part. That's the game. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, you could you could do a write up on on lone wolves. <laughs> like, guys, you got here's where you got to vote out. Short, go short. Alrighty, that's a, that's a great spot to wrap mm-hmm. up with for sure. I, I I appreciate Matt's sentiment in the comments there, but I don't think that's a good life sort of decision, really. Yeah, <laughs> and that was after Mark Marky Marv said uh, I choose punch card over his girlfriend every Friday night. So oh, I mean, dang. I we appreciate the loyalty. Um, I don't know if the uh, if the girlfriends appreciate the lack of loyalty, but we, we appreciate the we loyalty. We do the same getting. thing, you know. <laughs> Many a times my wife has been upset by, by this Friday night habit of mine of getting on to talk about value investing at 9.30 p.m. <laughs> every night, removing plans. It's always fun. Yeah. So, hey, we, we get our fair share of weddings done, uh, but we have to miss the show. But anyways. Um, All right. See you all next week, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Punch Card Investing. The contents of this show should not be used as investment advice or as a recommendation to invest in a particular security. Please consult with a licensed investment advisor if you need investment advice. All investments carry risk and the potential for monetary loss. Thank you and see you next week.